Musician Mindset is brought to you by PossibleChops.com, a library of expert-level drumming vocabulary lessons. To receive your first month of pro membership for free, visit PossibleChops.com forward slash Musician Mindset. Hey, Jason. Yes, Dave, for the 25th time. <laughs> what do you call a sleepwalking nun? <laughs> I don't know. A Roman Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Musician Mindset is a conversation series that extracts the performance and preparation thought process from world-class musicians, leaving you with wisdom and exercises to level up your musical journey. hey Here we are, folks, and today is a special episode. This is our 25th episode. 25th. Yeah, man. Yeah. We, we made it. We're totally legal now and everything. They said it wouldn't last. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we can we can, uh, we can can uh, rent cars and yeah. everything, dude, like right. 25. So what <laughs> we wanted to talk about today uh, were some of the things that, we, that we've seen come up again and again on the show between all of the guests. So the themes uh, that, um, uh, you know, the guests not really knowing each other have just come out and, and, and said uh, to kind of tie this all together. So that you guys, uh, you know, continue to get the insight from these amazing musicians and guests that have been on the show. The equivalent of a clip show. Right. Only us saying it, not taking the actual clips. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> because we don't want to do that work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. we're musicians. We don't want to make Joel do that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, and um, another shout out to our uh, our engineer and producer, Joel Smith, uh, who's definitely taken our... Um, quality game up a whole nother level. So Joel, yep. huge shout out to you. Thank you for that. And, and he sends e- emails reprimanding me for breathing into the microphone. Yes. Much, yeah. So. so if you go back and listen to like the first <laughs> dozen or so episodes and you hear heavy breathing, um, that'll be uh, Mr. Johnstone <laughs> over there. But uh, Joel has since taken care of that. So you can thank him for that. Um, just feel free to send us an email. Oh, but by the way, we should talk about that because we now have a website. Up, yes. Right. And on that website, you can contact us. Mm-hmm. So if you go to musicianmindsetpodcast.com, uh, you can uh, send us an email, let us know uh, some things you want, to t- want us to talk about on the show, maybe yep. some uh, show ideas when we don't have guests in, um, you know, kind of like what you're listening to right now. Yep. But, um, you know, uh, or if you just want to shout out and just say hello, or if you're a guest that um, maybe you want to come and share some wisdom, we're always open to uh, seeing who, who pings us a message. So that yeah. is musicianmindset.com musicianmindsetpodcast.com thank you yeah. thank you and while we're on um, while we're on this uh, kind of sidebar topic i think uh, we should bring up a pretty exciting piece of information that uh, that dave has just acquired so i'm going to let him share it with you dave what's the big news i believe the big news you're referring to is that um, aubrey logan's record which i music directed and uh, played drums on is up for consideration for a Grammy in the best vocal jazz album category. And also some of Aubrey's vocal arrangements are up for best, uh, best vocal arrangement for a couple songs. So, so what can people do to, to help your cause? So if you're a Grammy voter, uh, please vote for it. We got it. We just, yeah, we need people voting for it to, it's not to the point of a nomination yet. It's being considered for a nomination. So we sort of like made it past round one and now we're trying to get it officially nominated for a Grammy. Now, Aubrey Logan was our first guest, Yep. right? Um, so people can go back and check that episode out. But um, yeah, huge shout out to you, man. I mean, that's that's awesome. Thanks, man. You know? Thank you. So uh, if you are a um, a voter, please go yep. and vote and, and help Dave out. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here we go, getting into it. So 
we've each come up with a list of uh, takeaways or themes that we've come up with after after um, sitting and speaking with um, 24 guests now. Uh, well, 23, because we did, we did a show yeah, with each other. Yeah, we did other. a few just us. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, we do not know each other's points, so yeah, we're we going to see. Notes. We're going to see if we have created some synchronicity here <laughs> um, between uh, between the the hosts of the show. So, Dave, I'll let you roll first. What do you? What's your point number one? Takeaway number one. Takeaway number one. This has been a recurring theme from multiple guests, and I think it was phrased best by Dave Hooper when he said, "Be low maintenance." Ooh, good one. Be low maintenance, and you know I've said similar things, but he just said it so succinctly. And what, what that means being low maintenance is, um, for, in my context, as a sideman, you don't want to be a problem to anyone else. You don't want to be a problem to the artist. You want to be easygoing. You want to be, um, on time, communicative, easy to get along with, prepared, all those things. Low, you know, yeah, and this is something that that Nick talked about on the last episode, right? Yeah. Well, both of you guys were kind of talking people. about, yeah. right? Like yeah. with with the charts and adapting the situation, and yep. you know, not having to worry. Like if you're that guy where the musical director they don't have to worry about it, right. you're low maintenance. Yep, uh, I believe that would increase your chances of getting a callback theoretically, right? Yep. yep. So um, just don't drop any beats, and you'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> you'd be cool. Um, I did not actually have that on my list, so that's that's a good cool. one. Okay, cool. All right, anything you want to add to that before we, I roll on? No, because there's going to be some bleed into some other ones. It all kind of melds together. So let's uh, do the next one. Okay, so I'm going to go backwards and unveil my biggest one at, at the top, okay. assuming you don't say it. Uh, You've before. clearly already put more thought into this than I have. So well, I don't I have wait. the guest names, um, <laughs> okay. so we'll just call it an even par right now okay. for both of us, right? Um, I'm going to have uh, play for the team, not your ego. As, as a huge takeaway that I've gotten here. Um, meaning when you are uh, in a situation, uh, specifically a band situation, you might not have to do all the flashy solo stuff or, you know, like all kinds of crazy fills or, or whatever. You might just need to play for the song, right? And when you are in the mindset of playing for the song or well, the team, the band, the, the, the show in this situation, when you're playing for that rather than yourself, you're a much easier hang and the the experience is going to be better for all of the musicians involved and the audience. So if you're not thinking about yourself first, you're thinking about the band and the situation first, then you are you're going to create a bit better situation for everybody. And again, I think that's going to to get you calls back and and get you more gigs in the future and help you have a better experience overall in that situation. Mm-hmm. You want to riff on that, Dave? I like that. 100% agree. Okay, so let's have you then go up next. My second uh, takeaway, over-prepare. Ooh, okay. I don't have that one either, but good one. Okay, yeah. I, that's, you know, I am tr- I didn't go back and listen to any old episodes, but I just was trying to reflect on all these conversations Same. that we've had. Same, And just things that have stuck out in my mind, because there have been a lot of episodes where you and I look at each other and go, oh, everyone says that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. over-preparing is definitely one of those things. Yeah, for sure. And and like not assuming that you know it, like you know that you know it. And and I see that a lot with with students and we talk about that. um, You know, it's it's like you you either you have it or you don't. I talk about that with Harrison, right? Mm -hmm. Like just um, a couple of weeks back saying you you either know the material so well that you know it or you don't know it, you know? So over-preparing definitely will will put you 
uh, in that situation to succeed rather than open the door for failure or for mistakes to happen, which is what you're trying to avoid as a professional musician, right? And people have not only talked about over-preparing from the standpoint of their own professionalism and doing a good job, but multiple people have talked about over-preparing as a way of combating nerves or just how the the over-preparation has such a profound impact on your mental state at all times Mm -hmm. because it gives you confidence, all kinds of things. I agree, totally. So uh, my next point up is gonna be that uh, visualization plays a big role in success. Several of the guests we've had on talk about, uh, they would picture, uh, imagine, visualize, however you wanna call it, uh, where they're going to be on stage, how the performance is going to go, how they're going to do certain moves, and then how they would overcome situations that would be um, stressful. You know, like like how would you handle if X happened on stage or how would you handle if, if Y happened in a rehearsal? What do you do? So visualize, visualizing the outcome that you want um, is a key factor into uh, long-term success. Yep, I like that. Okay, what do you got next? My next one, uh, this could maybe be like a subcategory of being low maintenance, but it's be adaptable. Be adaptable. Okay. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I guess the most recent thing that came up was just this last episode we did with Nick, where um, you want to be adaptable in your method of how you work with people. And so the the example I'm thinking of specifically is uh, if if you're sent a workflow in Dropbox and Fourscore and an iPad, and that's how the music director likes to work, if that's maybe not how you prefer to work, being adaptable means that you're going to do what's easiest on the other person Mm -hmm. and not be a guy who is saying, well, I have my way that I like to do it and you need to accommodate my method of working. Being adaptable, and this is why I say it's a lot of crossover with being low maintenance, but it comes back to you are willing to adapt to work in a way that makes it easier for the other people around you. And which also bleeds into one of your previous points of playing for the team. Exactly and not yourself. what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I mean, all of these all complement each other and go together, of course, but just the idea of, uh, of being adaptable. Yeah, totally. I mean, I was, that's what I was going to say is it ties into the team reference, but how do you, I mean, kind of going off, off script here a little bit, but how, how does somebody work on that? being adaptable, putting the ego aside, like how does, how does a listener begin to work on that process if they realize that they're not doing that? Um, I don't think it's something to work on per se. I think it's just something to be aware of. Mm. And, you know, somebody even listening to this show who has never, maybe that concept has never even been introduced to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to listen to this and go, oh, I see things in myself where I could be more adaptable. I could be more low maintenance. And I really think it's just an awareness and it's a reflection. Maybe it's, is it, yeah, it's, it's an awareness of that being one of your goals. And then it's self, uh, you know, a realistic self-reflection of, mm-hmm. well, let me think about the gigs I'm doing right now and the people I'm working with. Am I like that? Am I being difficult? Am I being whatever, you know, and just, just being aware of it and trying to examine yourself honestly. Copy that. Okay. So my next point is uh, breathing is critical to overcoming pressure. I mean, how many episodes have we have we heard people talk yeah. about breathing on stage, yeah. you know, and um, like Ryan Brown's episode talking about Dweezil Zappa, ha- ha- Dweezil, Dweezil Zappa having yeah. the word breathe yep. um, right in front of him on stage. And, and 
I mean, every guest that we've talked to that has played major, major shows has talked about focusing on the breath. Yep. You know, whether you want to call that meditating or just use the word breathing, uh, it really centers yourself and, and helps you recognize that the pressure or the anxiety that you're feeling is just an illusion, yep. right? Focus yep. on the one thing that you can control in that situation is your, your breathing. Yep. And that's how you overcome that. Yeah, man. Um, this will be my last one of prepared thoughts, which is professionalism. Okay. And again, a lot of, uh, a lot of spilling over into these other categories that we've already mentioned, but professionalism to me is being overprepared and even more so, uh, well being low maintenance, of course, all, you know, it's all these things we've talked about, but it's also being, um, organized, being quick to communicate uh, with whatever method of communication is put forth to you, whether it's texts or emails or phone calls or uh, Facebook messages, you know, people will contact you about gigs in various forms of communication. And to me, part of professionalism is that you are quick to reply. You are forthcoming with your availability or whatever the case may be. You know, that's a, a huge part of professionalism to me is being communicative. I really thought we were going to make it through this list without uh, hitting on each other's topics, <laughs> <laughs> but you took the cake and took my number one. Okay. okay. Well, perfect. That's <laughs> great. You know, it works perfect. out great, yeah, right? And it works out great. So my, the number one takeaway I've gotten from uh, all of our guests is that professionalism is not defined by your musicianship. Oh, good. That's much better than what I said. That's what, it, yeah. What does it mean to you? It's different for everybody, maybe. So what it means to me is everything that you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. your, your professionalism is all of the details that go around and set you up to do what you're good at. Right. Anybody can get good at playing music, mm -hmm. right? Uh, or at least like being able to use their limbs and their mind and make that connection then, and then hopefully transferring you know, what you feel in your heart through your, your feet and your arms. I mean, that's really what music becomes. Anybody can do that. Mm -hmm. But the details that support a career of doing that is what I would define as professionalism. Yeah. So we've heard time and time again from every guest sh showing up early for the most part. Yep. Um, and then d over preparing and being a good hang and doing like uh, being adaptable to situations, right? Yep. All of these non-musical things. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, and the people that, that, uh, that do those things are the people that get the gigs yeah. So because they treat it, you know, like, like a professional, anything else would, you know, mm -hmm. if you're, if you're a doctor, you know, and you're running your own, your own office, you know, you have staff and you're making sure that appointments are on time and you're making yeah. sure that you're keeping up with all the latest medicine knowledge. It's all the things that go into setting you up to do with what you're good at. Yeah. Right. So if you invested all this time in getting good at music and I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of hours to get good at it. Why not do the little things to help shine the light on what you're really good That's, at? I'm glad you said that, actually. That's a great point. So many of these little aspects of professionalism are so easy and make yeah. such a big difference. Yeah. And yeah. I like the way you very first said it. Uh, you said something like, it's uh, the aspect of your musicianship that doesn't have to do with your playing or something like professionalism that. Professionalism is not defined by your musicianship. Not defined by your musicianship, okay. So yeah, in other words, all these things that don't have to do with your actual playing of your instrument or playing the show, mm -hmm. all the other things that factor into that 
are the, the details that will make or break your successful career. And it's, it's really a challenge for, uh, for people that invest so many hours into doing one thing mm -hmm. to think about other things other than that one thing. Right. Right. So if you're a young musician, I think like, this is such a huge takeaway. Yeah. You know, listen to the people that have come onto our show that are making a living you know, playing music. And you hear that it's it's not playing music that's making them a living. It's it's doing all the things that allow them to play music yep. that make, make them a living. So um, recognize that uh, being a professional is not just playing music. You have to put in the time of learning how to be a good business person because you're yep. running your own business. You know, exactly. at the end of the day, you are the business. Yep. Your service is the instrument that you play. Yeah, right. You're providing a service. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. So um, doing all of those little things uh, and, and at least thinking about them, start writing them down. Go back and listen to the episodes and and just take down notes from what you've heard because it all factors in. And if you're not professional, you've also heard from our guests. What happens? Right. You don't get called back, right. right? You don't get gigs and you get a reputation for not being professional and being difficult to work with. Yep. And then all the hours that you put in to try and be a professional mm -hmm. musician uh, are for not, yep. you know? So do the little things. Cool. And you know, you're always good about asking what is like an exercise or what's a way that people can work on yeah. whatever we're talking about. And I think, let's use you and me as an example. Um, you are running a music school. Mm -hmm. You're running a music school. I'm currently MDing four different artists plus being hired as a sideman by a lot of other people. So my point in saying that is we have a perspective on what it's like to hire people, what it's like to work with people, what makes a situation work successfully. So all that to say, if you are trying to be hired as a sideman musician, I think one of the best ways you can work on your professionalism is to actually step out and maybe just one time book your own gig, sure. start your own band, something on something to where you are seeing from the other side, what people are experience of, right. experiencing from you when they're hiring you. Cause once you start hiring people, it's going to be a light bulb moment where you go, Oh, I see what it's like. I want to be this way when people hire me relate to the frustration. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and, it, and it gives you perspective that it's not all about you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I think that's a good, a really good takeaway. And that a, a practical thing I would say for people, um, not to keep promoting our own show, but go back and listen to a, the episodes. Yeah. Right. And, yep. and again, just take down notes. If you hear somebody say something, I mean, we ask it to just about every person that comes in here, yeah. you know, like what would make you hire somebody or, or, you know, any musical director that we've had come in, yep. we've definitely asked that yep. question. Uh, and they've all said their their own unique things and, and things that have um, kind of come together in, a, in an episode like this. So go back and listen to that and just start writing them down and keep that list, whether you listen, it, listen from, uh, to our show and get that information or you just come up with it on your own, create a list and keep it visible so that you're you're flooding your conscious mind with that and mm -hmm. your subconscious mind. So it yeah. becomes a part of your routine, you know, yeah. like you practice your guitar every day. Why not practice your professionalism every day? Yeah. And I don't think it's too, there's ever a too early time to start doing that. Yeah. Right. Like the, the, the earlier you can get uh, into that in your career, the better, um, it, you know, the more successful you'll be. I mean, yeah. I, I definitely thought like that from 16 years old on, yeah, you know, same. I had a lot of people yeah. pressing me to, to do that. And I was very fortunate 
uh, for that because people took me much more seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got a lot of really cool opportunities because of that. Yep. Or maybe people who were better musicians than I was didn't get the same kind of opportunities. Yep. Okay, uh, so now that um, the number one has been revealed, <laughs> I'm just going to go through quickly a couple other things. We'll wrap it up here. Um, well, my next point is going to be null and void after the next episode, <laughs> okay? But my next point is that Nick Petrillo has the biggest burn from our <laughs> our uh, first 25 <laughs> episodes. If you listen back to the previous episode, his show opener, hands down, best one, until the next one comes up. <laughs> it was good. Um, okay, and then uh, the, my final point here is uh, to find the balance of critiquing yourself but also being kind to yourself. Okay, we've, we've heard that through a couple of people that they've, and I'm definitely um, in, in this boat, being really, really hard and critical of yourself to a point where it becomes detrimental. Mm-hmm. And learning that, okay, even though that drives a lot of success, it also comes at a very big cost. Yep. So find the balance of um, being kind to yourself and but at the same time not taking your foot off the gas pedal right so like yep. you, and that's something that I'm I'm currently working on is is being able to to drive the paint hard and like really work and be aggressive but if things don't work out for in one situation or another it's okay yeah. you know what i mean yep. like like okay so i didn't get to work 14 hours today i only worked 10 i'm not going to like yell right. at myself for that it's okay right, right. cool um so that that's been a, a a nice thing about that but um any other points you want to bring up here, Dave? Yeah, you actually just reminded me of one that I can't believe I forgot to put on my list that has definitely come up multiple times along the lines of what you just said is recording yourself. Oh, yeah. I, man, can't, believe we, I, didn't, I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah. Hugely important. And definitely multiple people have brought that up. Yeah. And, for sure. you know, it, it, as toward the goal of self-critique and not only self-critique, but even more so having an honest perception of what you sound like right that's the to me that's the real goal of recording yourself so that when you're hearing yourself play you hear it one way when you hear it back you hear it another way you record yourself and listen back enough times over an extended period of time those two things merge into one and you're hearing it as you're playing it the same way the audience is hearing it and that is probably the most important thing you could ever do for yourself. And I think that the the point I was just talking about and this point can go hand in hand where when you record start recording yourself if you haven't already and first start listening back you're going to be really judgmental. Yeah. And it's really hard to listen. Um and that's where you have to be kind with yourself where it's like if you if something doesn't sound right you don't have to call yourself a terrible musician, right. you know? Just reframe how you're hearing it and and thinking about it and go okay. Maybe I'm rushing these notes or maybe my, my dynamic range isn't the way that I want it to be. Right. That doesn't mean I'm terrible. Right. It doesn't mean I, I need to stop playing. Okay, I'm going to work on one of those aspects and, and I'm not going to judge it, uh, you know, in a, in a negative way. It's a skill. It's a craft, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how long have you been playing music? Oh, gosh. 25 years? Okay. Same, plus, same here. Like, 25 plus, yeah, maybe. 25 plus years. We've put in thousands of hours yeah. practicing our instrument. Point is what we're still getting better at it, yeah. right? It's a craft. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, a journey. You're going to be doing this for another 50 years. Yeah. So if you don't like what you hear, fine, you can change it, but don't yell at yourself about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, recording yourself. I didn't, I didn't think about yeah. that one, but that, that was a, that's a really big one. Yeah, a really good one. 
Okay, so, well, maybe in another 25 episodes, we'll do another one of these shows yeah. and, and we'll see how many um, of these points uh, carry through. But I think that's going to be really cool for our, for our listeners to now kind of getting to hear what we are hearing and what we're extracting out of it. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, starting with the next show, see how many of these points you're starting to hear in the conversations, right? right? Yeah. And yep. we're not we're not kind of scripting anything with, right. with the guests. I mean, uh, we have certain questions not. that we want to we want to ask, but their answers are totally right in the moment. Yeah, completely. Um, so it's it's I think it's going to be really interesting to now see uh, more themes that that come up, um, and I'm looking forward to to another 25 episodes to yep. see you know like what else comes of it. Um, but again, if, if you guys have questions that you would like us to ask, we, we now have a website, musiciamindsetpodcast.com, uh, that you can submit questions and, and maybe we'll start bringing them into the conversations with people. But, um, you know, we want to make the show good for you, the listener. Um, and I mean, I'm having a blast doing it. So, totally. Yeah. And, you know, now that we have the website and also the email address itself is musiciamindsetpodcast at gmail.com. At gmail, right. So that's a simple way to do it as well. And now that it's easier to get in touch with us via the show... It would be fun to get enough listener questions to the point where maybe we do an episode that's just you and I love answering it. listener questions. That'd be I love super it. fun. Okay, cool. Be really so fun. That'll be another in between episode. So yeah. submit some questions and please don't don't make us look at an empty inbox, right? Somebody <laughs> makes us sad. Nick, will you send us an email, please, Joel? <laughs> somebody. <laughs> and then one more thing, since this is kind of our milestone, twenty fifth, yeah, yeah. announcing the website, announcing the email address, uh, we are also partnering with Aquarian Drumheads. Oh yes, yes. We want to get more subscribers. So those of you that are listening and are not subscribed on iTunes, please go subscribe. And anyone who subscribes in the next month will be basically entered into a lottery system. And we're going to choose one email address of our new subscribers for the next month. And somebody's going to win a free snare drum head from Aquarian Drumheads. So let's take this to the next level so that we can, we can be totally fair with it. So to get the, the, uh, the snare why don't people subscribe, mm-hmm. leave uh, a comment, right? So we can oh, see you your username. Good, good. Send us an email good. so that we have your contact information. And then we will um, we will pick a winner at random. Perfect. Sound cool? That's great. And if you're not a drummer, give it to the drummer in your band. Right, you know, right. It's a free drum head. Yeah. You know. And uh, Dave might autograph a piece of paper that, that you, can have, you can have with it <laughs> okay cool any other uh closing points you want to make here no man it's been fun all this right yeah it's been super fun and we appreciate you guys listening and dealing with our our um our early interviews and trying to figure out where <laughs> you know how we're going to tell this story and extract the information we want and again a, a shout out to joel who, who's been helping us uh, with the sound and making it sound better for uh for everyone listening but we really appreciate you we're having a great time doing it and uh, we're going to see you on the next episode coming up next week See you later. Thanks for listening to Musician Mindset with Dave Johnstone and Jason Land. You can contact the show through Facebook and Instagram at Musician Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. 